Betty. I'm Nicole. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Sarah. And together we're the co-founders of Whale Tales, a living library of cetacean stories. It is still Orca Action Month. Woohoo! <laughs> and we are doing things a little bit differently on our podcast this month. So sit back and enjoy as we dive right in. Orca Month, it's Orca Month, and you can take action for awareness. <laughs> we have been exploring a different BC killer whale ecotype every week this month, and this week on this episode, we are going to be looking at the resident killer whales. Residents can be further broken down into two subpopulations that do not interact with each other, the northerns and the southerns, named geographically for where the majority of their range is off the coast of BC. Technically, we're going to look at the northern residents today and the southerns next week, because that's how we decided we were going to do it. So that's how it's going to be. <laughs> surprise, surprise, we're in charge of our own podcast. Um, but first, a couple of notes about residents, whether they are northerns or southerns. Residents are probably best known for being very picky eaters. They prey predominantly on salmon, and of the five species of Pacific salmon that you can find here in British Columbia, they vastly prefer Chinook. They also all live in very tight-knit family groups called matrilines, which consists of a mother and all of her descendants, sometimes over five generations, all hanging out together in one family group. The northern resident population is much larger than the southern's, uh, composed of 34 major lines and over 200 individuals. Northern residents range from southeast Alaska to northern Vancouver Island and in the inlets of BC's central and north coasts. Northern residents are organized into three separate acoustic clans, the A clan, the G clan, and the R clan. I don't know what the letters mean, don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> Clans consist of multiple matrilines that share a distinct set of calls. So all of the matrilines in A clan sound similar, some, and then all of the G clan matrilines sound similar, and all the R clans sound similar, and there's a lot of variety between those clans. By listening to the calls, trained researchers can actually identify which pods are in the area and can even sometimes identify specific members of a pod. Something that seems to be unique to northern residents in the, is the practice of rubbing themselves along smooth, along smooth rocks on so-called rubbing beaches. Northern residents routinely visit the rubbing beaches of Robson Bight or the Michael Big Ecological Reserve during the summer. Pod by pod, the whales will enter the shallow waters of the bite and roll around or rub on the smooth stones there. Uh, they're really picky about the kinds of rocks that they like to rub on. Uh, scientists believe that these areas and these behaviors are critical to the northern resident's social structure. Northern residents are listed as threatened under the Species at Risk Act, and similar to the ecotypes we've already looked at this month, their biggest threats are contaminants, noise pollution, and prey decline. Marine protected areas are especially important for animals like this because they like to spend a lot of time close to shore. Uh, the northern residents are in less uh, population dense areas for human populations, but we can still do a lot by preserving their important ecological habitats like the Michael Bake Ecological Reserve and other areas that are important for um, feeding or social or mating behaviors for individuals like the northern residents and protecting these marine, uh, marine protected areas um, can also help to protect all species in the ocean because it's all connected. Ah. <laughs> can we sing it in every episode? Yes, we can. Challenge accepted. 
if the idea of marine protected areas and ocean conservation like that is important to you, you can always write a letter to your uh, elected officials um, because they are the ones that are responsible for signing the legislation that uh, preserves those areas for all time. Yes, we have, um, there are some temporary ones put in place for Southern residents in the summer, um, which you can find more about on the internet. Uh, and DFO tweets about them quite a lot. And we do share those tweets when they come out. Mm -hmm. uh, they are important to look out for when you are going to be doing some recreational fishing in the Salish Sea and also probably in uh, upper in the northern parts of Vancouver Island, because I'm sure there, obviously, besides from Michael Bight Reservation area, there are other marine protected areas up there that you need to be careful of because it's not just killer whales that are need to be protected along our coast. We've got some good stuff indeed. down there in the ocean. Good stuff indeed. Yay, ocean. We are lucky enough to have a number of northern resident killer whale stories in our library thanks to some of our regular storytellers. So be sure to check them out and have a read. They are uh, under the dolphin category in case you are concerned that we're not pedantic enough for you. <laughs> uh, we've got... Tons of different killer whale ecotypes there, including type Bs and type Cs from the Antarctic, which I just added in the last couple of months. I'm so excited. Going to catch them all. <laughs> and <laughs> so you can read those ones. And also Northern Resident Killer Whales uh, at your leisure. And I think that's Northern Residents. Before we go, we want to take a quick moment to tell you about one of the many ways that you can support our podcast and everything we do at Whale Tales. You can leave us a rating or a review on your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This will help other people find the podcast and know that it's awesome, hopefully. And also you can just tell your cetacean science podcast loving friends about the podcast or everything we do at Whale Tales so that they can listen and learn along with us all. We would love to hear all of your thoughts on this episode or any episode, so please visit our website at whale-tales.org where you can find links to our various social media handles and you can drop us a line. You can also tweet at us directly. I am FHG07. Sarah is Sarah K. Given, no H. And Nicole is Nick Afcan, C-A-N-N. You can also head to our website to subscribe to the podcast see the links to our merchandise, learn about supporting us and becoming a patron, and read over 1,100 whale, dolphin, and porpoise stories. That's whale-tales.org. Tales like the story, not tales like the animal. And if you've seen a cetacean, we would love to add your story to our library. Click the share link on our website. You can contact us on social media. Links are in the show notes. Or you can email us a voice memo and tell us all about your incredible encounter. Finally, we want to acknowledge that we recorded today's episode on the unceded territories of the Coast Salish people and the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations, as well as the homelands of the Tawasan First Nation. We will be back next week with our final episode for Orca Action Month, but for now, thank you very much for listening and for supporting us, and we hope you have a really great day.